Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of The Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and judge, jury, and executioner for this exciting oh. Alchemist Club adventure. Joining me here today, we have... Daniel playing Chad Fleek. Hey, y'all, who uh, saved just one hour of his community service to play executioner if they'll let him. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, can I play Fall Rock? I'm Matt, and I play defendant number one, Leyland. I'm Waffle, and I play inmate one one two seven five. I like that you you've assumed that the the trial is just a foregone conclusion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, you're not going to be an inmate. You're going to be dead. You you yeah. already asked for the the chair. <laughs> yeah, you did so... ask to have your sentence commuted. <laughs> yeah. Um. Who wants to give us a recap of what happened last time? We have no mail, by the way. Um. There was a shitty defense attorney who's like, y'all are fucked. And we're like, gee, thanks for the help. And he's like, I don't know, maybe try not doing it next time. And we're like, great. Crimes and are bad. The dwarven <laughs> justice system is like, well, nobody's pressing charges, but fuck you anyways. Yeah, try not being well, technically guilty. Well, the government Sorry. is pressing charges. Yeah. The government yeah. is pressing charges. The government yeah. that we saved from economic collapse... Laelin and Chad versus the city of Dying Gaia. <laughs> yeah. I uh, like how I'm just like, I'm thrown out in the cold there. It's like, ah, Tarajix is fucked either way. <laughs> yep. you, you did ask for the death penalty. Yeah. I, I would rather be dead than serve 10 years in a dwarven prison. Is that so hard to believe? No, Look, actually, we're gonna get really you, not. <laughs> we're going to get you probated, okay? We're going to get you probated. You'll be good. Is that? That sounds like a euphemism. What? I don't want to. I don't no. want to get probated in a dwarven prison. Your sentence will be probated. You won't have to serve it. You'll just be told, "Hey, uh, don't get in trouble," and talk to your probation officer every now and then. Hey, you oh. go. You're you go on parole. Oh, okay. Probated. Yeah. Well, don't tell me it's different because I don't want to know if it's different. <laughs> <laughs> Tomato, potato. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you're on Teliferous. Your trial was set for four days from uh, when last we saw our heroes. You've come up with something resembling a defense. Is there anything you would like to do in the meantime, or shall we skip to the trial? Um, I want to make I sure we have enough gems to uh, revivify either of them, should they actually be put to death. <laughs> I oh, I have, I have three. Um, it's fine. Okay, like, okay. Um, they probably disintegrate you when you're put to death by the state. Oh, no, 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 no. I, my entire time is going to be making sure that I'm the executioner. Remember? Like, oh. I still have community service. I, Desmond, I can tell you now, all of your efforts in this, like, the, the dwarven judicial system is not going to allow a random stranger who is serving out community service to serve But I'm as really a, like, good at it. You're not, though. <laughs> <laughs> a random drunkard stranger. Yeah, I got really, a whole no, hour. Like, this, and I, like, this I go minimizes... through all the torture techniques I know. It's like I can make them walk the plank, and then I'll go get them and pull them out again, and then make them walk it again. I've I got just... a whole hour of community service. It only takes like three minutes to die. The other fifty-seven minutes is a it's whatever you want it to be. It's a... Yeah. <laughs> I just imagine Desmond uh, firing like a, a really high pressure water pistol from his finger oh, to just like yeah, waterboard us. Oh, we could shoot you out of the cannon of Teliferous. No. Yeah, all right. 
No, that's a way to go. Not, it's not actually a cannon. They, they don't, don't have know to that. know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we could get my we could get my uh, ship out and shoot you out of the 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 nines, the nine inch cannon guns. None of, none of these things so, are are going to fly with the. Uh, Jed Jed is just going to give everybody their rings. Um, <laughs> let them know that they're unique, and that he'll be able to use them to find them in the future. If so long as I they're also, wearing. I also um. At next uh, pancake breakfast, um, there is a conspicuously placed upside down felt hat that everybody is like uncomfortably eyeing for the entire breakfast. And then, like <clears throat> three quarters of the way through, Tarjux abruptly stands up and says, Right, well, in order to make sure that all sending messages we send and receive are authentic, every morning we're going to be cycling through unique passcodes. So, everybody draw from the hat, and I I pass the hat around to everyone. It's full of little folded up scraps of paper. Uh-huh. And once everybody has their scraps of paper, they unfold them and they can see that they have a, a two-word code phrase. And this is their code phrase for the day. We'll be cycling these every morning at breakfast. Um, my code phrase for the morning is Velvet Daffodil. Uh, so if, uh, if you need to get in touch with me, um, I will send to you in my sending message, this two-word code phrase so that you know it's me and that you know everything's kosher. Why is mine three words and says Tarjux is great? <laughs> because, Look, because you would never I'm say that. I'm redrawing from the hat. Mine mine just I says, don't make up the list. Like, it's whatever's just, in the hat. Mine says hung a Stardies. What does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Chad, what's your passphrase for the day? Braggadocious walrus. All right. Leyland, what'd you get? Prickly pear. Okay. All right. So. No, so no there was a leftover like, one here. It's vanilla <laughs> almond. Mine is vanilla almond. All right. I did. I, I take the one that Falrog put down and I eat it. And I say, I don't know how that, that got in there. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll, I'll dispose of all the rest. And then I. I shake out all the remnant paper from the hat and I set it on fire. <laughs> on a more serious note, I turn to Falrog and be like, perhaps we can get an audience with the Duke to, you know, maybe he can do something about these charges. I I will see what I can do. But I think it is Especially best... Especially if Amber and the Duchess, you know... Yes. Can't they pardon I, us? Like, I think it would be best if you and Tarajux stay on or near Teliferous for the time being, though. Okay, I need somebody to go get my dry cleaning then. That's fine. You when did dry, you? You can have dry When cleaning, did you have time? <laughs> <laughs> you control the wind. Why do you need dry cleaning? No, no, no. I'm not questioning that. Dry cleaning is very important. When did you have time to drop? off your clothes if this place is so untrustworthy look neither of those are important questions what is important is that i have a suit for my court date that needs to be picked up from the dry cleaners hell yeah which dry cleaners i write down the address for fall rock this place is crap what's <laughs> so crap about sneaky clean old sneaky clean yeah because it's like you know, they're they're sneaking the clean in there. It's dry cleaning. It's not water. <laughs> clean in there under the dirt and charge you double. Farok, 
make a history check for me, please? <laughs> That's an 18. Hmm. Uh, you remember reading uh, while you were visiting Dying Guy last that Sneaky Clean was embroiled in a scandal where they would take clothes that were brought to them for dry cleaning and sell them and then give back clothes of uh, worse quality to the to the customer and say that there had been an issue with the dry cleaning process and then just skim all the profits off the top. Sneaky Clean is actually the dying guy in hunt uh, front for the true church as well. Yeah. <laughs> laundering, laundering both your suit and the money. Yeah. It, it turns out that that is the only true church presence, and I, mm-hmm. just, I just rolled right in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, something about a suit, dry cleaning, etc. Question mark. Yeah, um, I explained that I need to get my suit back from the dry cleaners, um, and uh, I also give everyone a wink and I say, "And remember, if, if this all goes south, don't worry, I have a backup plan." What does and that Farrakh mean? Just glares at you. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh, but I do. I have. Uh, no. You might call it an ace in the hole. His glare deepens. So, uh, you know, let, let's all just do our best because I'd like to not have to fall back on this reserve option. A massive white much... memory spell. Like, what are you gonna do that gets mm. you both out of this? Far. So this much is... better than that. You'll see. Do you do you really think that? Either the Iconoclast or the True Church or even Lady Blossoms is going to let us just rot in a dwarven prison for 10 years. Let's just say I have friends in high no. places. Farrah, this is just like for, every time in the comic books. Farrah. Every time in the comic books where Superman lets himself get arrested, he doesn't have to stay there. He just lets himself get arrested. This, this is what we're doing. Farrah, <laughs> okay. make an attack roll for me, please. Make an what? attack roll? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's a 22. <laughs> Okay, uh, kindly roll 2d8 and add your wisdom modifier. Uh-oh. Okay. What? Oh, no, he's a bad boy. Uses d8. He's a bad boy. He's gayost. Uh, that's 13 damage. Okay, uh, your glare deepens, and um, Terrajux, your, your uh, shirt catches fire where Fall Rock is staring ah! at it. Ah! <laughs> um, and the continued heat of his gaze uh, before he realizes exactly what is happening uh, causes some, you know, mild burning to the tune of ah! 13 fire damage. Holy shit. <laughs> Just kidding, it doesn't get through the pancake points. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it still hurts. Oh, yeah, it still hurts like a... Holy shit! Ah! Head cast mending on your shirt. Oh. <laughs> 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 Problem solved. Damn, Fall Rock. That's all it took? Apparently so. You don't have a backup plan. Save it for the enemy, Fall Rock. I'm saying I don't want to use my backup plan because it is a scarce and precious resource. Yeah, you don't have a backup plan. We're going to make this work. Just shatter. (laughs) (laughs) We'd better have a back. We'd better make it work because I'm not spending 10 years in a dwarven prison. Yeah. We'll just run away. 
I have a better plan than that. Okay. A much more elegant plan. Let's. All right. Considering I'm in that courtroom too, I want to know what the plan is for a change. Let's just say, Leyland, that if this goes south, I'll appeal it to a higher court. And I look at the camera. The camera doesn't know what you're talking about either. Okay. When you don't tell me the plan, one of two things typically happens. I try to find out the plan, or I do something like I did that got us into this situation. A higher court, you might say. Uh, oh, God. That seems like a good idea. <laughs> Tara Jackson, are you... Is Tara... Is Terjax wearing the apple blossom? No. <laughs> okay. But I do have a little something tucked away on the inside of my shirt. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really a, a, a little flower that, in a pinch, involved. I could use to, uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, uh, let's get this right the first time so I don't have to, uh, waste a boon, you know? Is there any way that this ends with us out not being welcomed back to Dying Gate? Yeah, way? definitely. Plenty of ways, yeah. Well, yeah. That's why I'm going to go talk to the Duke, if possible. Oh, no idea. We can do. I'll wait I, here. Leland, did you mean whether his backup plan is going to get us kicked out of... Oh, or... that's definitely going to get us kicked out. Oh, that's okay. There's, the whole there's point no of the backup plan. No, that's... Yeah, I'm assuming that the boon is, like, basically, like... We Thanos snap our fingers and everybody forgot this happened and we're on the Teliferous on our way to the next mission. That's how I interpreted it. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what a boon is. You get a Thanos snap. <laughs> gotcha. Alright. I, I am going to wait here on Teliferous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going anywhere. I'll be up in that the trees is... working on my speech, um, listening to the wind... Directing, oh. I think I'll be directing my wind sense over the next couple of days towards Dangaya itself, and if there are any breezes emanating from the city proper, I want to try to listen in and see if I can get any uh, snoops. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll learn a dramatic piece of information that throws this whole case on its head, and then we have to prove who the real murderers are. Make. Your concentration check. Uh, that is an 18. Uh, you do manage to catch some snippets of conversation about your trial specifically, and it's mostly the Duke of Onyx being very exasperated that he has to press charges. Okay. Um, like, he doesn't want this to be a trial. He's kind of upset. More at the fact that resources have to be expended on this. Um, The Duchess of Agate is speaking to him and is going to be a a character witness for you and um, request that the sentence be commuted to um, basically a slap on the wrist and a small fine in light of the services that you have rendered to Diangaya in the past. They should just make us, like, fight another monster as community service. Well, no, they should just give us special titles that allow us certain levels of immunity and dwarven. Ah, they could make us (laughs) diplomats! Yeah. Now you're thinking. We become Dying Gaia's set of double O's. 
Like, no, no, <laughs> technically, our tree ship has land, right? Like, oh, we can be yeah. our own tree. A signatory. We have to name it. Yeah, we have two citizens. So are we <laughs> Telefarians? Are we... What are we? Yeah, yeah no, we're no, Telefarians. No, no. There you go. We have three we... citizens. We have Basil, Ivy, and TJM. Uh, oh, we, we could do. Be... We could be Telefergers. Oh, and I wish no. I had thought of this like three hours ago. We could have saved <laughs> ourselves too. a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to go with the sovereign Ooh. citizen defense? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do. Oh, no. <sighs> I said Pro Se was pretty bad earlier. That's along the same lines. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Time time passes. Uh, four days later, you are summoned to the courts of Diangaya. <clears throat> um, assuming that you all actually go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are escorted into a small room. Desmond, your community service has been done, so you are you are here as a guest with uh, Falrock and Ched. Okay. Uh, spectators. Layla. I feel like they still have like a couple guards nearby Desmond, though, just in case. With yeah. The, well, there there are plenty with of the box, re- the silence box ready. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is a small <laughs> courtroom. Um, there's a judge. Um, the Duchess and Amber are present. Um, the Duke of Onyx is there as well, uh, looking mildly grumpy at, you know, having to, having to be there. Um, what else? There was going to be, I've lost my train of thought. One moment. Uh, Terjix and Leyland, what are you wearing? Uh, I am wearing a finely tailored suit. My hair is slicked back, and I have sunglasses on in case uh, Falrock ever makes eye contact with me while I've said something <laughs> stupid. Mm-hmm. I'm, I live in constant fear of lasers now, and I've been too afraid to mention it to him in case like him <laughs> thinking about lasers is what triggers the lasers. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've been kind of like, every time he's back at the tree ship, I kind of like dance around the question a little bit. Like, hey, Falrock, seen anything interesting today? Uh, yeah, have you have you looked at anything in the past couple of hours that it just like set fire spontaneously? Guys, no, I haven't. <laughs> Chad, don't provoke him. I'm wearing like a... Uh... Not like nothing super crazy, just like an elven like tunic with a robe, like an uh, olive green robe. You've gone um, quiet. You got a little quiet yeah. there. I think you might have bumped your mic. Is this better? Yes. yes. I am wearing just nothing too crazy, just like a traditional elven tunic with a olive green robe. Uh, not trying to look anything fancy, just, you know, trying to look, you know unassuming and you know trying to look innocent mm-hmm. <laughs> uh-huh it's not working out super well for you the looking innocent thing 
Um, well, yeah. Because you're an elf and they hate you. Yeah, exactly. There yeah, are a couple of other dwarves present uh, in the courtroom as well. Um, once everybody is assembled, uh, the judge bangs her gavel, which is like dwarven gavels are serious <laughs> yeah. business. Oh, like warhammer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With a resounding clang. And uh, court is called to order. And I'm going to skim over this because I don't really have a good idea of how this works in real life. And I'm afraid of Daniel making fun of me or correcting me I'm constantly for <laughs> um, So they, they would do their openings and then uh, the Dutch or the Duke? Yeah. Who's prosecuting? Well, the Duke is there. Uh, there is a state appointed prosecutor as well. Can, okay. Are they like, do they have an interesting gimmick? Um... He's wearing a cravat. Ah. Oh, fancy. We have a southern draw dwarvish accent. Exit. Like <laughs> a southern but Scottish at the same he time. He does, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> he whittles while he's up there at his desk. Like, yeah. Whenever while he's cross examining, he whittles with very sharp, intense motions, and it makes everyone very nervous. And by the, the time the testimony is over, he has created a perfect replica of the witness. In wood. Is this a fair and accurate representation of you? <laughs> <laughs> he also, yeah, he also serves as the court artist. Um, anyway, uh, opening statements are read. Essentially, it boils down to this man, Lael and Hill Creek, was found exiting the Duchess of Agate's quarters after uh, having broken her window and trespassed upon her property while nobody was present. Um, the defense attorney is like, yes, but they had good reasons, etc. Um, Tara Jux is accused of being an accomplice in this by attempting to distract the guards by uh, pretending to be a merchant who is selling toys. Uh, <laughs> do you have anything to say in your defense? Uh, specifically to me or to both of us or all of both us? Both of you. We've probably been briefed by Moritz a couple times on, like, like he's probably come out to Teleferis to meet with us or has uh -huh. it just been like... Yeah, no, That's he's... Great. Does he really want us speaking? Because he doesn't seem really, <laughs> you know, too keen on us, you know, talking to us. He I don't know. Was batshit. He has Crazy. told you to be reasonable about what you say to the court. I I will then um, politely and calmly explain that as our our attorney has previously indicated, we were in a state of distress over perceived danger to our close friend who uh, had disappeared unexpectedly and uncharacteristically and. We were, of course, in a state of heightened alert after recent events. And I, I say this with a certain tinge of sadness and regret to my voice as though, yes, all of us here in Dying Gaia have been feeling on edge lately because of all that has been going on. And it's, it's perfectly understandable. Um, and uh, I, I will admit that, you know, our... Our deeds were done in error, but they were done uh, from a place of kindness and a place of uh, true concern for a friend, and they were done from a uh, a place of honor. And if 
if honor no longer uh, may hold someone aloft in a court, then then we are truly lost. Make a persuasion check, please. Thank you. Uh, oh, that is going to be a persuasion roll of twenty-eight. I'm I'm a little like choked up on the stand, hmm. uh, recounting, uh, you know, our the betrayals we have experienced and the dangers that we have seen and the the thought of losing even one of my comrades when I could have done something to prevent it when I could have been there for them. Uh huh. And uh, my my testimony uh, trails off near the end. I get I get too emotional to continue. If uh, Chet had Leolin. lips, it would be quivering. Yes. Leyland <laughs> <laughs> stands after this, and he says, "We we came to Dyingale looking for help and answers, and you opened your arms to us. We came seeking to, you know, get our, you know, to to free the Duchess and to free the Lady Amber, and and with your help and to help." Uh, to help you with the tensions and the relations you have with uh, the mountain home, all of that. Why would we do all those things and and do that to then then do what we did on that night to cause harm to anyone? We were concerned about our friend. We were concerned about the Duchess and and the lady. Um, Especially as my co-defendant said, after the recent, um, you know, uh, issues we have had with uh, the trails and um, security threats, we did not know where our friend was. We did not know where the lady was, and we were seeking to find them. And we were distressed, and we took it too far but uh, as 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 they all could attest to and i look to and i point to fall rock and amber and the duchess um i think they would agree that while our our actions might not have been justified they you know may have made sense or were in reason to the experiences we had, but they were done to help them not not to bring harm. Make a persuasion check. Back down. What was that? Fourteen. Total of fourteen. I'm not. I'm not as good at those. Okay. Um, But everyone's still crying from mine, so it's like it's probably fine. Yeah, they didn't really hear most of it, so. <laughs> and no one wanted to listen to that. They didn't really want to listen to the elf yeah. anyways. So. Yeah, it's like, like... People were, like, walking out, like, taking a <laughs> water break and whatnot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Maybe I can get my start here as a distractingly handsome cat burglar. This is my shot into the limelight. Didn't even do the burgling. I know that's sure. the great part. The right honorable Moritz uh, stands after, her and he's his eyes are big and sorrowful, and um, his you know his voice is full of 
of emotion. He says, Your Honor, clearly my clients have had a very difficult life. They have been through many trials and tribulations and have survived many travails. And surely we can excuse them some manner of paranoia and concern where the lives of their comrades and compatriots are concerned. I have nothing further to add here. I will let the witnesses do the rest of the talking, Your Honor, but I beg you to consider the lives that that these individuals have led that has led them up to this point and why they might feel so strongly about the safety of those with whom they travel. Uh, and he sits back down. And then witnesses are called. Um, the prosecutor. And everybody we've ever wronged is here. <laughs> uh, uh, Saskia takes the stand. Saskia's dad explaining how we killed his little buttercup. Mm -hmm. um, so a handful of dwarves that were present in the, the bureaucratic district um, were there to describe how they saw Leyland perform an exceptional backflip out of the <laughs> the Duchess of Agate's home and lands cat-like on his feet. Um, Leland can't help but smiling at this. Like. Uh -huh. Those those go... Then uh, Moritz calls the Duchess of Agate to the stand. And I do not remember what her voice sounds like. That was a very long time ago. It, um, God. Yeah. What did she sound like? That was literally was... like two years ago. It was like... Southern Bell, but not the same as um, Skull Lich Halfling Lady Lori. Lori. It was kind of like more shrill. I don't know. It was more. No, no, no. I, the way I remember it is like if Betty White had a Southern draw. I, if that is what it reminded you of, I have attained this entirely on accident. <laughs> um, so we're just. I apologize to those of you who are listening and do remember what she sounds like. Uh, kudos to you for your exceptional memory. You should probably like. <laughs> Donate your brain to science when you die. Um, <laughs> she takes or get it dead dropped in an alley. Yeah, one of those two things. Uh, she, she takes the stand, and I'm not even going to bother with a voice right now, because <laughs> I, I'm self-conscious about it now. Uh, she's like, these people have, have done a great deal for me, both before I was imprisoned by the adamantine king and since then and indeed they are the ones who are responsible for me being present in diangaya and not rotting in the prisons of the mountain home right now at this very moment i fail to see why they would go through the trouble of breaking into one of the more secure locations on the continent and risking the ire of an entire nation to break me out of prison, and then attempt to rob me as soon as I had been installed in a home here in Diangaya, especially considering that none of my possessions were here and everything that had been uh, present in my rooms when Leolin broke in belonged to the city of Diangaya. So also we're kind of loaded. <laughs> I am asking that the court be lenient uh, and that you take these circumstances into consideration, Your Honor, these people do not deserve jail time for what happened. They have done a great number of things for Diangaya. They have done a great number of things for me personally. And I think that 
uh, small payment to cover the cost of the broken window would probably be more than sufficient to make up for uh, the consequences of their actions. And indeed, if you're feeling particularly stern, perhaps have them help me repair the window as well. And she sits down, her voice, uh, as usual, vaguely operatic, uh, something that I cannot convey because I sound like a broken rubber chicken. <laughs> um, Everybody just gets up and claps. The yeah. Duke of Onyx just gets up and leaves. Halvard <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks pretty pretty satisfied with this turn of events. You get the suspicion that he had, um, he was expecting this to happen. Terrajax, you know this for certain. Yeah, the prosecutor crushes a small wooden uh, figurine of the Duchess in his hand because his his perfect record of always getting a guilty verdict is in danger. Uh huh. Um, there's some deliberation, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It seems that uh, your your personal statements and the testimony of the Duchess have uh, have done a fair job of winning over uh, Judge Vistra, who hands down the expected verdict, which is that you are to reimburse the Duchess for 500 gold pieces, the, the cost of, of the window that was broken. Yes, that is very expensive. Uh, windows, as we discussed last week in Dwarven houses, are made of very thick glass, which is a fairly scarce commodity for them. Yeah. Um, so 500 gold pieces, and you are to assist her in the repar- uh, repair and reinstallation of, of the window. We could just cast mending on the wall, the window. Yeah, yeah. Then she doesn't. Then she doesn't need five hundred gold. I I, I elbowed Terrajax and I was like, I can, I can pay two hundred, but I'm flat broke. So why would we pay anything when we can just mend it? (laughs) The gavel (laughs) strikes the uh, strikes the judge's bench again with a resounding clash, and uh, the judge leaves and things things have been done. Justice has been done. That's how windfall. We're not. We're not casting mending. This is the most expensive <laughs> mending spell. We're no, playing the five hundred. Okay. We're playing the yeah. five hundred gold. They'll get somebody else to do it. Um, okay. So they said we had to help. Caster to cast mending. <laughs> they didn't say that we had to do it all ourselves. We are helping. Um, so we could provide, you know, like drinks and carry things and stuff. Meanwhile, the Duchess contracts out to a magical mending service, Teliferous Incorporated, yeah. which charges a very nominal fee of 500 gold for their service. <laughs> <laughs> we had to pay and help, so I don't... You know what? Out of the- we'll pay to have it fixed. They'll fix it. I'll break it again and catch mending, <laughs> and then we'll be square. <laughs> um, yeah, so we go. We go do that. Um, I'm serving lemonade. It's a good time. As we turn are, it into a little barbecue. As you are leaving the courtroom, the Duchess like sort of sweeps you up in her wake, and she says, "Oh, that was mostly so I would have an excuse to talk to you at the estate." Of course. Um, and shall are, we then? Yes, you are. You are swept along. With the Duchess to to her residence. Uh, Amber is there. She, she digs. She, they look better from the inside. I <laughs> bet they do. Uh, so no com- no Warlock has to close his eyes. Leyland <laughs> is not saying a word. <laughs> uh-huh. 
Um, I, I give a graceful Juxian bow and my sincere heartfelt thanks to the both of them. They, uh, the Duchess uh, smiles and is like, the five of you are ridiculous. You know that, right? Oh, well aware. Next time, yeah. if you're concerned about my safety or the safety of my niece, you know, maybe ask us first before breaking into our house. Fear not, we've already put a system in place. Um, so fair, yeah, this is all Paul Rock's fault. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that is the take me here. Yeah, that's uh huh, absolutely. <laughs> what? Amber starts laughing. <laughs> Leyland just combusts. <laughs> um, hey, yeah, now that we're no longer in danger of being put to death, um, can we, like, can we do, like, a check-in? How's everybody doing? How you been since the week we've been gone? What's up with all the everything? Because we were kind of out of the loop. Things have been very busy. Uh, very busy with, with us. We are... There's still no king on the Edmantine throne. Um, the nobility of the mountain home has been congregating to try and figure out what to what to do, as obviously uh, the king had no heirs when he died, as you as you know. The gemstone duchies are calling for a full conclave, which hasn't happened in roughly a century. But there is a process in place for choosing a king when there is no heir, correct? There is. It's a matter of suitable candidates. I see. Um, so, I've been I've been fairly busy with those proceedings. Amber assisting where she can, partly uh, to help with the the load of paperwork and meetings and schedulings, and also because this is something that she will need to learn to do when she is the Duchess. And Amber uh, looks very, uh, not, like, upset at this, but a little uncomfortable at the idea of being the Duchess of Agate. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we've been busy with that, uh, home home invasions notwithstanding, and she gives Laylin a, a smile. Well... Um, as always, if you need help with a particularly stubborn obstacle, we're not very good at the political maneuvering, but you can attest to our ability to, uh, most of the time, uh, behave competently and uh, effectively in combat situations. So I would like uh, to know exactly why you were so worried about <laughs> Farrakh's safety that you felt the need to break into a state official's home. Uh, one moment, please. And I huddle up the crew of Teliferous and I go, yo, are we going to let them in on this? Oh, uh, just say, oh, we're just the, the quirky crew. You know us. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I turned to her Christmas. and was like, we just tell the old lady the truth. I was like, My look, God. look, look, we literally, I was like, look, I will explain it since I'm the one who did it. You know, we, when we came to dying Gaia to, we 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 sought out the duke for help to free you all. He fixed us up with uh, a operative named Aluna, who and and our crew that we have now, and they're the ones who worked with us to free you. And 
turned out that she was not who they thought he, she were. She was, even though that they were that she was their best person, had the best track record, extensive background checks, and all that, and was in fact someone who was part of an organization who, let's just say, has been kind of on our backs for quite a while, and still, you know, still out to get us, and had infiltrated the mountain home as well. And, in fact, us coming to rescue turned out to be a trap laid by them as well. Big trap. So, as so, you know, Fall Rock just disappearing the other night. After that happening, you know, we're not really sure who to trust anymore, I guess. And not knowing what happened to him, yes, we took it too far, but... I, there was some justification to it, I, I, I would think. You know, I know you were in prison for your political reasons, but there probably were other reasons tied to us beyond that. Also, this isn't the first time this has happened. Like, we get betrayed by people a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of, like, a lot of people in disguises and false mm-hmm. identities, and we... We just get screwed over by them all the we time. Could go, we could go more into names and things like that, but I'd rather just leave it a little bit vague. But we just had reason to believe that you, Fall Rock and you all could have been in danger. So, they have issues believing anywhere is safe. Yes, I gathered. So... You believe that there is some sort of, uh, she waves a, a hand in the air, secret organization that is out to get you? We prefer the term Shadow Enclave. Well, we don't believe there is, because there is, so... Yeah. Steinar, Aluna, they're in on it. We believe that Steinar is... Steinar not getting his hands on us is the reason you two were captured. We used to have a brain to prove it, but we gave it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh Does boy. it help Desmond? <laughs> no, 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 Desmond. We invested it in the future. That's correct. Forgive me. Um, Don't worry. We're getting this whole thing sorted out. It'll take yeah. us like three, four months tops, but we're going to have we're, this we're, whole we're, thing. That's we're going to put a lid on it. We're, we're, we're not crazy. Yeah, because that's, that's the best way to reassure someone that you're not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, she thoughtfully purses her lips and taps her fingers and said, I see. Well, I suppose that that has uh, some ring of truth to it. She glances at Amber, who nods. Um, very well. Uh I suppose that And they know. both flash their true church coins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh turns out the Duchess of Agate is actually like her thing is tentacles and she has uh-huh. twenty seven of them. Leyland um, gets impaled. Yeah, Leyland yeah. gets impaled because Amber is just a spear. <laughs> <laughs> no, none of those things happen. Um 
she the duchess uh nods and says well if there's anything i can help you with my resources are not inconsiderable um hmm we have the name of angoria's brother correct maybe um i have to dig through my notes now that's not what i was expecting to ask (laughs) uh i don't think her brother has a name yet okay um if you could um keep an eye out for an elf named dank grass feywind nope we would really appreciate it (laughs) (laughs) nope (laughs) you do not have that information well his last name would be feywind maybe Mm. yeah she may have changed. You don't it. know that. Um, be half brother, half siblings. We just ask her right now. I I explained to the Duchess that um, we may have use of her uh, significant resources and abilities uh, sometime in the near future, um, but uh, for now, her assistance here on this day was more than pivotal in ensuring that we can continue to do what we do best. And I leave it at that. Sowing chaos. Yes. Oh, yes. Very well. Um, she glances at Amber and says, will you take care of the window, please? And Amber casts Mending on the window, and it's fixed. Da, 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 da. All right. She I think says, that they left it there just to prove a point. Gold yeah. or, do you want gold or check? Like <laughs> gold, please. Okay. Oh, we got sapphires. <laughs> no, we sold no, those. We They're gone. Terrajex, hand over the gold. <sighs> I don't have enough. <laughs> Can't we just pay two hundred and call it squaresies? The form of things must be observed. Ah. <sighs> Uh, I'm going to be real with you, uh, Lady Duchess. We spent a lot of money getting you out of the uh, uh, the mountain home. I hand... like we're, oh, we're struggling <laughs> hands over right 200. Now. I hand over 30 platinum. <laughs> she, uh... I, just, I just put my entire completely full bag of gold back in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the oh, Dutch... we're so poor. Yes. Yes, uh-huh. we are. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have zero that's our, now. That's I, our health insurance. You keep that. You keep I that away. Okay. The Duchess sweeps the the coins into a pocket and says, "Thank you. I will ensure that the courts here know that you have uh, paid your fine and that you are square with the with the justice system." Um, as much as I would love to stay and have you for tea, I'm afraid that there's rather a lot on my plate right now. Uh, so, I yeah, it's okay. Tea with tea doesn't usually go well for us. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that was another time we got betrayed. Yeah, uh-huh. the first <laughs> I was gonna say tea enough. with dwarves, but that's racist. So it sure is. <laughs> um, she she says, uh, hopefully, uh, next time if there's a situation like this in the future, we'll do some communication instead of breaking and entering. And yeah. she sure will, right, Fall Rock? 
Balrog has his eyes closed so he doesn't laser Leyland. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're still like three years of therapy away from that sort of level of communication. <laughs> <laughs> she laughs and hefts her enormous battle axe and straps it to her back and, and leaves. Yeah, I'm kind of glad we did decided not to fight the dude. <laughs> just... Yeah, we got our ass beat. Yeah. yeah. No, you you suggested that in between sessions, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> God, please. Uh, nah, she wouldn't have killed us. She she have given us a ass whooping. She, she would have made an example us. of us. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's probably where we'll stop for tonight. Uh, so this. I've been Joe, your host and dungeon master for this our uh, jail and court side arc that I was not planning <laughs> on doing, but here we are. Um, it's um, a filler episodes while the manga catches up. Yeah, that's that's what it is. Um, so thanks thanks for joining us. If you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. I don't know why I keep doing that. Nobody has ever written into the Alchemists Club 88. We can get rid of that. Um, <laughs> realize that now someone is. Now though. someone will, yeah. and I'll have to keep doing it forever, but here we are. Yeah. Um, you can find us at uh, your locally, locally sourced, homegrown, free-range podcast uh, farmer's market, Leyland. Leyland. Matt, what are our socials? Find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at the Alchemist club on TikTok. And our intrepid uh, cast of Phoenix Wright today were? Uh, Daniel playing Chad Fleek and Joe, you did a wonderful job. Thanks. Hey all, playing Desmond and I did a wonderful job too. <laughs> I'm Zach and I play Super Fall Rock. <laughs> I'm Matt and I play Leyland and I didn't get us thrown or I didn't get us killed. Uh, Waffle playing Tarjax Psycho. Thanks for joining us.